Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now there has been a list floating around the last few days which has come from Zero Tackle. Uh, pretty nice little website, put out a lot of Rugby League content. They've listed their top 10 players set for a breakout season in 2022. I thought I would just go through those 10 guys and give my live reaction. Uh, a lot of the guys that I have on my list, which I'll reveal over the next few days, don't actually feature on here. So an interesting little mix. The first name on this list, Xavier Savage from the Canberra Raiders. Obviously played a handful of games last year. I believe he made his debut before he was actually allowed to play or meant to play. Uh, one of those top 30 uh, loopholes or whatever it was. But Xavier Savage showed just how quick he is last year. I know a lot of Canberra Raiders fans are very, very keen on this kid. I'm not sure where he plays. Obviously, you got Charles Nickel Clockstead to come back into this side. So I assume he will be the fullback. Uh, you know, obviously, Xavier Savage isn't going to be in the halves. I don't think he'll be on either wing. You've, you've got two, two pretty handy wingers there. Centers, they're absolutely stacked for talent as well. So I'm not sure where this guy plays, to be honest with you. He might find himself in the 14, but you've still got to fit Josh Hodgson and Tom Starling into this side. So I'm really questioning where he's going to fit into this side. I'm not sure if it's really going to be a breakout season. For me, a breakout season is when you have big impact and you cement yourself as not only being part of that team, that's sort of a minimum of it, but also being a bit of a standout in that team and a bit of a needle mover. So for me... I'm not quite sure where Xavier Savage fits into this side. From what I've seen, fullback seems to be his best position, but I don't think he's going to be able to play there. And I'm not sure where else in the side he's going to play realistically. So I'm a little bit iffy on that one. The next one is Blake Taff, and a bit of a similar situation. I sort of thought last year was his breakout season, to be honest with you, uh, playing fullback when Latrell Mitchell was suspended. I thought there was a chance that he could play halfback in season 2022, but uh, Ben Hornby revealed the other day they see him more of a 5'8 or a fullback. So for the first two weeks, he will play fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Then we're not really sure where he lands. You would have to assume uh, it would be in Jersey 14. Now, to have a breakout season from Jersey 14, I think that's going to be tough. And I think it's going to be tough because he did set the bar for himself so high in season 2021. If they have an injury somewhere or Latrell Mitchell gets suspended or something opens up there or in the halves, I definitely agree Blake Taff, he could have a breakout season. He could go to another level from what we've already seen. But a tough one, Blake Taff, because I just don't think there's going to be a spot for him that's going to allow him to have as much impact on games as what he would probably like. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little bit iffy on Blake Taff as well. But he's definitely my... I prefer him over Xavier Savage. He just needs an opportunity, which is the reality of a lot of these guys. Now, the next one is Daniel Saluka Fafita uh, from the 
Sydney Roosters. I really like the look of this kid, but once again, I don't think there's going to be an opportunity for him. I think Satili Tupanua will be on the right. I think Angus Crichton will be on the left. I think Egan Butcher has jumped him. I think that he showed a bit of a brain explosion last year when he punched, I think it was Jai Arrow on the ground. I don't think Trent Robinson would have been a huge fan of that. There's a couple of other young guys there like White and a few other guys. Lindsay Collins returns. I'll be honest with you. I was thinking about my Rooster 17 the other day and I didn't have Saluka Fafita probably in the 19, to be honest with you. So not really sure about this one. Maybe they've seen more of this kid than what I have. Therefore, they have a higher opinion of him. But from what I've seen, I'm not really expecting a huge season from him. I'm not sure how much we're going to see of him realistically. The next one, Nick Meany going down to the Melbourne Storm. I have no doubt he improves, but I think he probably finds himself in Jersey 14. I think that the wingers are pretty much set in place. Obviously, Josh Adokar's leaving, but Xavier Coates will come in, and I think it'll be Remus Smith or Jennings on the other side. So I don't think Re- I don't think Nick Meany finds his way into the starting 13, to be honest with you. I think he could be Jersey 14, but... I mean, they've got so many other guys down there that could also fit that role. So I don't think he's a certainty to be in the 17 for round one, to be honest with you. Origin, everything's going to come around, and he's going to get an opportunity uh, in a few different spots. But Nick Meany, I'm not overly convinced uh, he's going to be the star that a lot of people tell me that he will be. I'm not convinced. But it's very, very hard to bet against Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy has gone and got Nick Meany for a reason. There's a reason why he's gone and got this guy. He sees something in him, and he believes he can get something out of him. So we'll take a brave man, possibly a man as stupid as I am, to bet against Craig Bellamy here. But my jury's a little bit out on the Nick Meany one. Uh, I'm you know, I'm worried I'm going to have to swallow my pride on that at the end of the year. But I'm going to call it, as I said, I'm not sure if he's going to be the star that everyone tells me he's going to be. Let's have a look at the next one. I like this one. Blake Braley. Now... Blake Braley, I had an argument with, with, with some someone on Twitter the other day. He reminds me a little bit of Mick Leacher. Now, Michael Leacher, he came through at the Cronulla Sharks. He was this running nine in reserve grade that was unbelievable. He looked like he was going to be a superstar. Just never quite kicked on. And I kind of feel the same way about Blake Braley. I've always been very high on him based on what I saw in the juniors and reserve grade. But I haven't quite seen it in first grade just yet. Now, they just re-signed him the other day to, I believe, a three- or four-year deal. A pretty big deal uh, in the modern game. So it obviously says the Sharks are high on him, and I think they should be. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I do believe that Blake Braley, one of these years, is going to have a year where he breaks out and he becomes this dynamic running nine uh, that we've all been waiting for. I'm very confident that happens, but I was also confident that was going to happen to Michael Leacher, to be honest with you. So I am a little bit scarred by that, but I do think that Braley has more high-end potential than a Michael Leacher, to be honest with you. And also, when they let his brother go, Jaden, to Newcastle, I thought he was very meat and potatoes, and all of a sudden, he exploded this year with football that I never thought we'd see out of him, to be honest with you. So my expectations of Blake have been higher. I hope zero tackle is right here. 
uh, because I love Blake Braley. I love the way that he goes about his footy, and I love the high-end potential that he has. Hopefully, this is the year that we see it. The next one is The Hammer, Hamiso Tabuai Fido from the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, interesting calling it a breakout year. Obviously, last year he played State of Origin, which was unreal. Played a couple of positions, wing, center, fullback. It'll be interesting to see where he locks down this year. If he locks down a spot at fullback, I think it could be a breakout season for him. I think he's got a lot more to work on in his game. He looks very raw to me still. Obviously, he's incredibly quick and, you know, speed kills in rugby league, but he does look very raw to me. I would probably say that he's got a few more years of development until we see anywhere near the best of the hammer, but definitely he could have highlights this year that could blow the NRL apart. So, like that one. Joseph Sawali is the next one on their list. Obviously, made his debut last year. Looks very talented, very gifted. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be in the team round one. I think they'll go with Billy Smith and Paul Momorowski. I think they will give him a bit of time in reserve grade and whatnot to work his way through. But I have no doubt by the end of season 2022, Joseph Sawali, he's going to be a permanent in this, not only 17, but in this 13. Uh, We know that Trent Robinson is no stranger to carrying uh, an extra back or something on his bench. He's done it occasionally over the years. So it wouldn't surprise me if he also takes up that role there. Uh, but yeah, Joseph Suwali, oh, I think this is a fair shout. I, I reckon he's one of those guys that we could think, wow, 2022 was a breakout year. And then at the end of 2023, we'll be like, Jesus, that was his breakout year. And it could even happen in 2024 again. He's just got so much high-end potential. And all he's done is give us a little taste. Yeah, He hasn't blown us away in first grade. He's shown that he can handle himself. I was very impressed with him in first grade, but he didn't have that huge highlights reel, which he's destined to have eventually. So I like this shout. The next one I really like, Bud Sullivan from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Interesting that he was the only dragon on this list. I thought you could have had two or three of them realistically, but Bud Sullivan, I do like him. It's interesting though, when I look at all the guys at the Dragons, the guys I could have considered and guys I'll talk about later in the week, obviously Sloan, he's one that comes to mind. He'll be the starting fullback. Um, Amone, he would have been my number one pick. He'll be the starting six, I think. Bud Sullivan's going to be the four. I feel like on this list, there's a lot of guys that are going to play as a utility in this team. And yes, a utility is more important now than it ever has been. I understand that. But it's really hard to have a huge breakout season when you're playing 25 minutes a game. And that's sort of where I see Bud Sullivan playing. I think he will give Andrew McCulloch a spell during games. I think he'll do very well. But he's not the guy I would have picked from the Dragons as my breakout player, to be perfectly honest with you. But I think he will have a great season. The next one I love, I think everyone loves this one, Selwyn Cobbo. Hopefully he can get a spot in this Broncos team. They've got a heap of depth up there. So much depth that they let Arthurs go to the New Zealand Warriors on a loan deal, and I still think they have a heap of depth. Guys, when I have a look at their starting 13, how I think it's going to shape up, I think there's a good chance that a Cobbo, a Branko Lee, and a Jordan Piera could miss it. They've got that sort of ability. Just off the top of my head, the team I'm thinking. So even if one of those guys makes it, to have the other two just sitting around in your extended squad ready to come in when there's an injury or when someone's out of form or suspended or whatever it might be. The Broncos, they are sitting in a really good spot. Love the look of Selwyn Cobbo. Very raw, extremely raw at the moment, but he's got high-end potential like Latrell, like one of these guys. So it could be anything for him. I thought last year... He showed us a lot of glimpses of fantastic things but sort of floated in and out of games. Uh, And I don't think they utilized him overly well. I also don't think he played in his best position, which is probably fullback. I'm not sure if he's a center. I'd probably play him on the wing over playing him in the centers personally. Uh, But I think fullback's going to be his spot moving forward. So interesting to see if he lands that. If he lands that spot at fullback, uh, for me... 
He's probably the pick of the bunch on this list, to be perfectly honest with you. It really could be anything for him. Now, the last guy on this list from the Newcastle Knights, we have got Simi Sasagi. Now, I haven't seen as much of Simi as a lot of other people who, who are very keen on him. Uh, he's obviously a 5'8 slash center. I'm not sure what his best position is. I don't think there's going to be a spot at center, realistically. Uh, you're going to have... Bradman Best on one side, you're going to have Dane Gagger on the other side, but let's be honest here, Bradman Best, no stranger to the rehab room, so there could be an opportunity open up during the season at left centre for him to have a crack. If you're going to land somewhere in this Newcastle Knights team, I think you want it to be left center outside of KP, who is just playing his dick off over there on that left edge. He is doing sensational things. It's probably where you want to be. Sasagi's the sort of guy that I think he's flown under the radar a little bit as far as their halves conundrum goes. He could be a guy that could solve a couple of problems there for them. As I said, I probably haven't seen as much of this kid as what I would like to uh, in order to be able to comment on him. So I know a lot of people are very keen on him. I know a lot of people that understand their rugby league are keen on him as well, which says a lot to me. So an interesting one there. Look, a really good list here from Zero Tackle. Like a lot of these guys, a few guys. I'm a little bit iffy on because I'm just not sure if they're going to be in starting 13s. I think they'll be 14s or depth sort of guys and it's going to be hard to have a breakout season from those teams in my opinion. Stay tuned later in the week. I'm going to go through a list of about 20 names. Some featured on that list, some didn't, of guys that I'm looking forward to seeing in season 2022 that I think they have the potential to have breakout seasons. <laughs> <laughs>